I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, you spurs, you spurs. Oh, oh, that was, that was skin of our teeth. That was skin of our everything. Um, but what a whim. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the performance now. Three points. That's it. Done. Like, mad. Mad. Um, I was convinced they were going to nick it. And then we went and did that up the other end. Ugh. Oh, I need to compose myself a bit. Um, how do I think that we do? Do you know what? Right, a lot of people are saying after this, a lot of people are saying straight off, we were crap today, we were terrible. I don't even know, I don't, I don't think we were terrible. I don't think we were terrible. I think we put together like some fairly meaningful passages of play all throughout the game. What we did do though, that, that was put to me on Twitter is that we left ourselves exposed far too often that the opposition at times... It almost felt like they could score at will. Um, Brighton missed two or three pretty, what's the expression, guilt guilt edge chances. Um, but, you know, they didn't put them away. We capitalised and wonderful. I, do you know what? I thought that we start. I think we started that second half very, very well. I did. I th- I thought we did really well. I thought Kulisevsky looked like he was absolutely killing it at the start of that second half, and then Postacoglu took him off. He took him off and put on Johnson, and I was I was getting ready to absolutely moan and moan and moan. This is why I was, you know, when I was saying just a few moments ago, I was like, I need to compose myself a bit here because I don't know what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> so I was already ready in myself to be like, look, I know, I know I've been saying for weeks, leave Johnson alone, don't have a go at him, but why did we bring him on when Kulisevsky was doing so well? And then he's run on, got on the end of that amazing cross from Sonny, and here we are, three points. Juice Nuts says, undeserved win, draw would have been a fair result, we were poor most of the game. All right. I'm going to go into each of these things bit by bit. Undeserved win. Look, what what does that mean, mate? What does that mean, really? We put away our chances, ultimately, right? Brighton made some good, some good opportunities, didn't capitalise. We didn't make that many great opportunities, but the ones that we did make, we capitalised upon. You know, we scored more goals than them. I know it's I know it's very proper football man, right? I know it's a proper football man way of looking at it, but that's what happened, isn't it? That's literally what happened. So undeserved a day. Draw would have been a fair result on the balance of play. Probably, yes, I kind of agree with that. And I don't think that I don't, before we start getting smart, I don't think that contradicts what I've just said previously. 
we're poor most of the game. I don't know. The thing is, I don't think we were poor. We were, the best way I can put it is, we were a bit all over the shop. A bit AOTS. It felt a bit scatty. And it, it didn't feel that. At the start of the second half, it felt like we were doing quite well. It felt like we were doing all right. And then he made those three subs, which it just sort of hampered our flow a little bit. Sonny, I could understand, although I think I think Werner had an, a decent game again. I think Werner works hard, makes meaningful runs. Seems to be that he's a real kind of divisive player, which I was sort of expecting when we signed him. I was kind of thinking this is going to be one of those type of players. Um, but I think Werner was all right. I think Kulisevsky started the half very well. If anything, if it, I'm being brutally honest, if anything, I think Madison was flagging a bit in that second half. Um, I think Madison is, is a fantastic footballer, don't get me wrong. But he's not fully fit. He's clearly not fully fit. And I think he looked a bit tired in that second half. Um, so I was thinking if anyone was going to come off, it might be him. Kulisevsky might be moved into the middle. Johnson would be brought on, put out right. Or Werner or Sonny would be put out on the right and Sonny brought on, obviously. Um, but that didn't happen. Paul O'Keefe said on Twitter the other day that Kulisevsky's been ill, that he's been battling some sort of illness or something like that. So that probably plays a part. That plays more of a part than, you know, I know. But, you know, I um, I think we were... I, I don't... I, I think we are going a bit too hard on ourselves. And I've seen it all over Twitter being like, we've been terrible, we've been appalling, we've been absolutely useless. I don't think Spurs were useless. I think Spurs were all right. I think Spurs played okay. And that that's what I think the issue is. Because I think under Ange Postacoglu, we've seen Spurs play amazingly. I think we've seen us play brilliant. We've seen us play some lovely, free-flowing, brilliant football. Which is exciting, which seems effective, which seems dangerous every time we're going forwards. We were not doing that today. And we haven't been doing that for a few weeks. But... I still don't, like with Everton the other week, I don't think we were, I don't think, just because we weren't great, I don't think it means we were bad. And I, I personally feel today is one of those days. I feel we were, I feel we were okay. And I get that that's frustrating when the bar's been set up here and we're playing more like here. But we're obviously going through a bit of a moment and I think that moment, it, I don't think it takes really a genius to work out. I mean, I'm selling myself short, obviously, when I say that. Um, but uh, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think we're all right. I think we're all right. And I think... We've had players coming back from international duty. We've had players coming back from injury. Everyone needs to learn how one another plays again. I don't, I honestly, I don't think it's much deeper than that. I think we just need to get back up to speed. It's almost like this is a bit of another pre-season almost type vibe to it where passing, we're not really finding each other with our passes. We're not really that fluid in everything that we're doing. However, we're still, I mean, we didn't get the job done against Everton, did we? We nearly got the job done against Everton. And that's, I guess, part of the problem that can arise. But we got the job done today against 
a decent Brighton side. I mean, let's not let's not over-egg it. They've not been very good this year. But they're decent. They play all right football. They played all right today, didn't they? Um, and I think I think we can just look at this as being like, look, Spurs have got three points. Doesn't really matter anymore, does it? We've gotten the three points. We've won a game that was difficult that we didn't look that brilliant in, but we've got it. And we need to just not get so hung up on this stuff. Like I say, I don't think everyone's fit. I don't, ben Tanker's not fully fit. Madison isn't fully fit. Kulisevsky, who knows? Sars kind of getting back up to speed, coming back from the AFCON. Lovely goal, lads. Love, I love him, man. I'm so glad we got him back. So glad we got him. I tweeted earlier saying like he's one of the he's the player that makes this system tick, and obviously it was all just we're not ticking. The clock st- <laughs> Well, that was a good response. I got one response saying I think the fucking clock's broken or something like that. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's incorrect. I think you know he's usually at the heart of most of the good things that we're doing. Um, Pape Matasar, I love the lad. I, I've oh god, I love him. Um, uh, I think we were, I think we were all right. I think we were all right. Do you know what I mean? Um, Just Gems, stadium sounded wild. Yeah, I mean, it always does, doesn't it, after these ones. It's good to have, good to have a bit of that back. Um, <laughs> Benedict Fox says, frustrating bunch, and I love them all to pieces. I think we can all agree with that, can't we? Um, Spurs Simpsons, did Ange make too many subs after we scored or first? Uh, our first, I'm guessing he means by that. <coughs> Um, maybe mate yeah I was sort of saying there wouldn't I that it's you know um, I think I think it ruined our flow a little bit but then Sonny to Johnson and that's the winning goal isn't it Um, Benedict Fox Brighton are not bad let's not pretend this wasn't a good win I agree I agree I mean let's be honest they haven't been great this season I think I think People got a bit overexcited about Deserby. Deserby, who today? I, was it just me? I found it a bit weird that Deserby had his touchline ban and was just like, Meh, I'm going to go back to Italy then. Meh. It just felt, I don't know, if, if, it feels a bit what he's like. It feels like a bit, kind of one of those things where I can imagine people at the club are being a bit like, I mean, really? What, you're just going to go, okay, uh, I get. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't like his energy. I found the whole thing with him and Stellini last year proper weird. That that has always put me off him. As I was saying with Phil on the Thursday pod, I don't like his new metal stylings. He does. He looks like he's in a new metal band. He he does. He just does. Ooh, ah! Um. To go to just not be there, not be there for your team, seems a bit weird. I don't think there's anything deeper to it. They were sort of saying in the commentary that he needs to dental work or something like that. Okay. Um, but a bit weird. Um, Oprah Rules says, Brighton play good football. They are totally press resistant. Uh, I, I I couldn't say. I'm not, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about these things, mate. I'm all about passion and chest beating and talking about that type of stuff. Get in there. Get in there. Proper stuff that proper football men talk about. 
Simon Kelly says, hate Brighton, and that game was crying out for them to nick a winner. A very sweet win. Um, I don't hate I don't hate Brighton. Um, if anything, I kind of like... I, I'll be honest, right? Inherently, and I think anyone will feel this, right? I hate anyone that Tottenham are playing. Anyone On the day Tottenham are playing them, I detest them. I hate any team that Spurs are playing. Um, and I don't really like any other teams at all. I don't have a soft spot. don't have a second team, like an official second team. None of that bollocks. I, d- I don't. I have a soft spot for like Corinthian casuals because they're kind of near where I grew up. Um, local team, you know, what well, you sort of have a fondness for a local team. I like the story of Corinthian casuals. Quite nice. Read up on them if you don't know who they are. Very interesting. They basically started Corinthians in Brazil and... Yeah, um, but I hate anyone else that Spurs are playing. Brighton, no, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate Brighton. Um, I agree with you that I think they were going to nick a winner, and it was lovely. It was lovely to win that. It was great because I thought this was going to be one of those. We're going to go into. Do you know, I'll tell you why. Actually, I'll tell you why this is particularly brilliant. And whatever you know, I, I love it because I love seeing Spurs win. Number one, that's the prime. That's Number one, the primary reason. Number two is you know there were Arsenal fans watching that or just looking out for the result, refreshing, 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 being like, ha, 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 Spurs are going to drop points at home to Brighton, ha, ha. And then when they see the 95th, 96th minute, Tottenham 2, Brighton 1, goal alert, it just fucking shits on it for them a bit. It shits on that Saturday night for them. And for us... Saturday night now is just a bit brighter. The rest of the weekend is a bit brighter. Tottenham are won. Tottenham have got the three points. You don't have that kind of heel-dragging ennui of a draw where you're like, oh, well, we didn't lose. Well, we didn't play very well, though, did we? Now it's like, we didn't play that well and we won. Ah! You know, it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Snake says fragmented. You mean you're talking about me, mate? You're talking about me? Um, Tony Fisher. Need that Madison dash Biss dash Saar midfield to start in the next game. Lolo. People are kicking back on Lolo. I'm just letting you know, Tony Fisher. People are saying that that's not acceptable to call him Lolo. Bentancur, not sharp enough yet. I agree. Bent- Bentancur, I don't think he's anything deeper than when you look at him, he looks about 70% fit. And, yeah, you know, he's been, he's been rushed back, hasn't he? Um, PG says, I think I know who PG is. PG tips. If Saar doesn't get that yellow, Madison would have come off, I think. Maybe. I don't know. You have to ask Ange. Um... Idris Jaffrey says, Jordan Peterson impression, please. You just sound... No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that, right? It's not... I'm not... I'm not some sort of performing circus animal, all right? You come here for blistering, blisteringly hot football takes, startling football analysis, razor-sharp wit, all of that, right? This isn't a sideshow of Jordan Peterson impressions, okay? Just Gems, Poro was limping a few times, was expecting a Royale appearance. 
Nathaniel Hart Anderson. What a name. Nathaniel Hart Anderson. That's class. You sound like you should be a movie director. Um, maybe it's just because it's a bit like Paul Thomas Anderson. Maybe that's where I'm going from. But the double-barreled Anderson thing. Well, that is actually Anderson's having there. Never mind. Um, Johnson haters in the bin. Bin. Lots of ends on the on the end. Um, genuinely sad to see his reaction to scoring, though. Yeah, he was a bit like, mm, fuck you lot, wasn't he? Which, I don't know. Um, I mean, Just Gems is saying, why didn't he celebrate? I, You know, I think maybe that the fact he's getting called shite by everyone, maybe, all the time, doesn't help. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at the fact that, um, who said that? Oprah Rules has said that Deserby looks like Stains. Stained and it's spelt without an E-D, basically. Stain and then D. Looks like Stains. <laughs> Lead singer, he does. That's quite good. Like, not so much now, more of a back-in-the-day one. But, yeah, that's definitely the 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 new metal thing. What what was what do you call that type of metal? The You know the ones that were... <laughs> That were, but it was sort of in the new metal era, but I don't think you could quite call them new metal bands like Creed and that, and all of the, all, <laughs> all of the vocalists hear that voice, They used to sing like that. Well, I just heard. Um, yeah, that would be one of them, wouldn't it? <coughs> Snake says he looks like David Guest. If, if I'm trying to, if it is who I think it is, that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, he does look a little bit like David Guest. Um, I do get that. That is quite funny. Um, Idris Jaffrey says, Cray Wander is clear. I'm sure that's to the Corinthian casuals. Nah, we'll have that down. We'll have that down. Barry Keoghan, red carpet performance from us today, Michael. Barry Keoghan as well. I just watched him on Hot Ones. He's an int- He's an interesting character, that lad. Fantastic actor, fantastic, like brilliant. I don't think that's a hot take, and I know it's kind of one of those takes that's so like, well, you think Barry Keoghan's good? Do you watch Saltburn and seen his big willy flapping about? Have you? Which is apparently real. A lot. I know a lot of actors they put on prosthetics when they are uh, getting the nudge, but apparently that that is Barry Keoghan as God made him. Um, fair play, lad. Um, but he's he's great. I mean, come on, what's the what's the miserable? Martin McDonough one. Banshees of Inner Sharing. Well, there goes that dream. The Tottenham meme. The Tottenham one, innit? Um, it was good. Win the next two. Wolves. Alex Milne, this is. Win the next two versus Wolves and Palace. And we're still in the title race. With like a hiding eyes emoji. It's kind of going like this. As in like, <gasps> could we say that? Um... You know, I mean, let's never say never, because Ange doesn't say that. I'm not sure that's in our immediate future anymore. Sorry. Sorry. I just think, like, Man City are starting to click now, and basically, Con and I worked out, if we'd have won, if we'd have won the Everton game, and then won all the rest of the games of the season after that point, we would have ended the season on 91 points. So I guess now from this point, if we win all the rest of our games, we can end the season on 89 points. Is that? Wait, hang on. 91, 19, 18. Yeah, 89. My maths isn't that bad. 
Um, 89 points. So I'm dog shit at maths. Um, 89 points. Can you can you on can you honestly say that that will be enough to win the Premier League anymore? Not really. And that that would require winning every single game that we have left to play this season. So I just think it's I think it's a not just going by the pure numbers. We got one point from fifteen just a few weeks back. You know it's it's gone. It's gone. But Champions League definitely on top four. Definitely hundred percent. Top fours are everything, as the old song went. Um, who did we just play? It's, it's completely gone out of my mind. Tottenham Brighton, that was it. Going to do the players. Let's see if anyone else is saying anything. Um, by the way, can you talk about the clear handball that wasn't given against Dunk? I missed that, mate. I missed that, Nathaniel. I, I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about on this handball that, that Dunk didn't get. Um, so soz I can't I think their penalty if I'm being honest I'm not going to boot off too much about it it was clumsy from Van der Ven it was a penalty however however I'm just saying I have seen those not given we have seen those not given those penalties so you know I think we can uh, it's annoying it's an annoying one to concede isn't it but we got to take the L on that one. Um. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Players. Julian Avocario, not liking, I am not liking at all, this narrative. This new silly, billy nonsense narrative that Julian Avocario is somehow a weakness for Tottenham. That he is somehow... A liability. It feels like one of the media's kind of current, ex- like excitable things to do is to just really overegg quite how you know exposed he has been and all this type of stuff. He's just been fouled a few times. Like it's not that deep. Um, I'm not buying it. I'm not having it. I think it's bollocks. I think he's a grand keep. As if, as if. He's not one of the very best goalkeepers in this division. Shut up. Destiny a doggy. I think he went off of a hamstring injury, which honestly, I'm not even trying to be churlish. Probably, you know, maybe we won't see him for weeks now, which is annoying. I don't think he was that good today. Destiny. Um, I think he's been struggling a little bit for the past few weeks, actually. 
Got to give him the, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt and everything. Um, he's a young player and all that type of thing. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't that convinced by him today. That's all. That's all I say. But he's got, you know, come on. He's 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 an absolute superstar in the making. He's an unbelievable player. He's still getting to grips with the league. All these types of things, and it's fine. Mickey Van der Ven. Going to be honest as well, I've, I've, I've not the most assured performance from Van der Ven today. I'm not just saying that because of the penalty. I think there were a few moments, there were a few moments when he was snatching at things. Brighton almost got through for that second goal when I think when Ansu Fati just pulled it wide, when Van der Ven ran in and just wildly swung at it and just, you know, a complete air shot. And there were several other little moments I thought in the game today when I, I think he got done a couple of times and he just seemed a bit erratic. It seemed like his head wasn't fully at it today. And again, it's worth remembering, he's a young player. He's a young player who has been absolutely phenomenal to this point. And sometimes you just get those little reminders, okay, they are still mortal. They are mere mortals. They are human beings. And that's fine. Right, it's 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 okay, but not. I didn't think it was a vintage Van der Ven performance today. Um, Christian Romero ended the game quite well. First half completely. Everything Lalana was selling, Romero was buying it. He was getting so rattled by Lalana in that first half. I'm surprised he didn't get a yellow card. He had that one thing when he like shoved him down off the ball. Lalana went down holding his shoulder. He completely, completely was just getting rattled by Lalana while he was on the pitch. And I just, I want him to be a bit above that sort of thing. I want him to get to a point when he's not still doing this type of shit, you know. Um, But he did snap out of it and he ended the game pretty strongly, so fine. Pedro Porro, the past few games, it's almost like... I don't know what's happened to him. From being maybe one of our best players, he's sort of fallen back in on himself, ended this game clearly injured, clearly not fit at all, pulled something or whatever, I don't know, over the course of the game, or maybe he's carrying this, and maybe this explains his fairly patchy form over the past few kind of games, which I don't think is the most unfair observation to make, considering, again, he set the bar right up here, and it feels like he's like, Right down here. And I think part of this is opposition teams maybe kind of knowing how important him and the doggy are to our system and everything. Maybe he's a bit tired as well. I don't really know. But Poro has not quite been hitting the levels that he's set for himself, I don't think. But again, I do stress, I know he was injured. He was clearly very, very, very injured by the end of this game. So... Give him a rest. Ben Tanker, not fit, is he? He's just not fit. He isn't. Um, the lad is... He's good. He's okay. He's okay. But right now, I think... I want to see Basuma come back in. Start ahead of him. See Ben Tanker back on the bench for a bit. Let's see him kind of get up to fitness a bit. Because I, I think this game passed him by a bit at times. And... It's un- it's unbecoming for a player of his quality to look as 
I guess kind of as exposed as he did at times today. Um, but it's fine. You know, he's rushed back from big injuries, hasn't he? Pape Matasar, oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. The glue, the glue to this whole system, I think. The way he supports the defence, the way he supports the attack, the way he doesn't stop running, the way in which he breaks up opposition moves, the way in which he hounds, he presses, he nicks the ball off of opposition players, he so seldom commits fouls, he so cleanly tackles. Yes, he can play, he can be prone to playing the odd hospital pass here and there, but he's adventurous with his passing. Yes, he can be prone to having the odd wild shot that goes flying miles over but he still takes a risk he still has a shot he still has a go and I love that I love that I love his spirit I love him as a player um he's wonderful I think he's wonderful so glad to see him and it wasn't it wasn't the easiest opportunity either the goal that he scored the angle the rebound the pressure on him all of it it was a well taken goal. I was so I didn't I didn't really celebrate it either because I was worried it was going to be offside. But there we are. He got it. Sarboy, lovely finish. Love him. What a player. Timo Werner. Okay today, I think. Makes meaningful runs. Tries his hardest. Whipped a couple of decent balls in. A couple of balls that hit the first man. You know, I think he's kind of getting up to speed, getting up to speed with the players around him. I think him and Madison actually sort of link up quite well. I, look, the thing is, I'm not, I'm not rushing to say like Timo Werner's amazing. He's unbelievable. I don't. I think you can go back and listen to any of the previous pods. I don't think I've said that at any point. What I'm saying is, that on balance, I lean towards the positive on Timo Werner, and I feel that his effect upon the team since his arrival has been a positive one. And I think that's fine. I think that's perfectly acceptable. James Madison. Um, mm, he's very good in patch. I, I, look, I'll I tell you what, I'm going to be brutally honest here. I think James Madison is not fit. I think James Madison, in an effort to really impose himself back on the team, is overplaying things a bit. I think there were many points throughout the game today when he was overplaying it. I think when he got the ball, instead of releasing it early, making a pass quick to somebody in front of him, to Richarlison or to Werner, most notably, he would sometimes cut back and try and beat the man or try and be, try and overcomplicate it, try and knock the ball about in a kind of, in a way that just didn't feel organic. That's the only way I can put it. And that doesn't mean I'm having a dig at James Madison I just think it shows a player who has been out for a while who is keen to impress who is keen perhaps too keen to impress perhaps too keen to be the main event and that's great because that's the type of energy he has that's the type of energy that makes him the fantastic wonderful player that he is all I'm saying is right now when he's not entirely fit it sticks out a little bit for me and I think he actually frustrated me on a few occasions this afternoon. Like I was saying, I was actually surprised he didn't come off and Kuliseski was moved into the middle to accommodate Johnson coming out onto the right. Um, But at the same time, with all this said and done, James Madison is clearly one of our best players. 
is massively positive in his influence and effect both on and off the pitch for the team. And equally, a lot of his passes are probing. They are brilliant. He takes risks. He reads the game fantastically well. Not everything he did today was bad, and that's not the point I'm trying to make. He actually did a lot of really good things. He, he made a lot of lovely passes. Pretty sure he made the pass to Sonny, who then went and got the assist. So the pre-assist. Is that a pre-assist? I don't know. Is that what you call it? The pass before the assist? So James Madison does that. He's a brilliant, wonderful player. We all know this, right? I'm not saying otherwise. The only point I was trying to make is I think that at times he did overplay things a little bit. Just from time to time. But that's fine. He's coming back from injury. He wants to be the best. And that's what makes him so fucking brilliant. So he doesn't need somebody like me on his back moaning about that. I'm just saying. It's just an observation. Right at the end of the game. Uh, Dejan Kulisevsky. All right, first half. Second half, I thought he was great. Um, and I was really disappointed to see him come off. He had that one move, didn't he? When he was like, when he knocked the ball down the wing and he beat a couple of Brighton players and was like proper. Pa- I thought he'd hit it too far ahead of himself, but he didn't. He worked it and worked it and worked it and got it all the way down the other end. And Billy Gilmore then managed to come in and nick the ball off of him, um, which you know was was disappointing unfortunate but it's just again it was that it's that endeavor of Kulisevsky um I think the stat was before the game that he's created the most big chances in the Premier League I don't exactly know what a big chance is it's one of those stats that I throw out because it sounds good you know when you read it and you read oh there's a positive stat about a Tottenham player let's say it and in the back of my head I'm like what does that actually mean um but sounds good doesn't it so let's go with it. Kulisevsky, most big chances in the Premier League. Great player. I've seen, I've, 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 it's weird, man. I'm starting to see quite a bit of, not just indifference, quite a bit of hate for Kulisevsky on Twitter, which I'm not here for, number one. And I just don't really understand. And I'm trying to sort of get my head around the facts. Is it just the way in which human beings, we people, Spurs fans, whatever football fans do this, where players just go through a bit of a bad spell and instantly people are like nah that's it they're crap they're done they're useless kind of like I do with Richarlison um, but I don't get it with Kulisov he's a brilliant player he's a brilliant player we should people should feel lucky to have him don't tell me what to do you podcaster yeah I will shut up Richarlison fairly quietish afternoon didn't get much service but still works hard it's still a nuisance it still moves around in the right place his positioning's decent i think moves around creates a handful for defenders fine good i'm glad to see him playing and this was so shit at the start of the season seeing him out wide seeing him out on the right or out on the left just doesn't work for him there keep him up in the middle fine done job done um pierre mohoibier not gonna lie, wound me up when he came on. That's enough. I can't bother. I'm not doing this every single week talking about him. <coughs> Son Hyun Min, lovely, lovely to have him back. You heard the reception he got when he came on the pitch. Everybody knows what a special player we have. It's good to make him feel loved. He's been very sad, hasn't he? Been very sad about kind of South Korea's exit from the Asia Cup. He, 
turns a lot of that onto himself, saying oh, maybe I'm not a very good captain and all this type of stuff. Although there's a little, there's a little bit of me that's like, don't say this stuff, mate, when you're coming back to be our club captain. Like, do you know what I mean? Don't start mugging off your captain credentials in public, lad. Come on, just you know. He's an emotional guy, isn't he? Um, I think it would have meant a lot to him to get that type of reception coming back home. You know, he loves us. We love him. He could have gone anywhere, signed a new contract, stayed at Tottenham, gave us the best part of his career. He's a loyal fella. He's a wonderful player. Good to have him back. Great assist. Because we've seen already, right? We've seen already what he's, what he's done. I was sort of worried he was going to... Yeah, he came on in the second half and that's probably a decision that was made by Ange and the coaching staff, the medical team, that he's very tired after all the minutes he's played in the Asia Cup. But he's back now and he's wonderful. And that's about that. Yves Basuma, um let's, you know, let's give him some time. I kind of forgot he... <laughs> kind of forgot he was on the pitch. Um, so, you know, Brennan Johnson, lovely goal, didn't do much outside of that, not going to lie, but he got the goal, made the right run, got into the right position, got on the end of it, lovely finish, that's the important part, another goal for him, for this lad that's apparently awful, terrible, number of goals, I was trying to sort of cheat it there by saying a number a number of can I just find his goals and assists of the season quickly? Um, yeah, he's got three goal, three goals and four assists so far. It's not bad going. Not bad going. You know, it's okay. No, it's not the best, but it's okay. And who else came on? Ben Davis. Yeah, Ben Davidson, who I actually got into the sort of those decent advanced positions. Good performance, good cameo from Benny Boy. You know you're going to get that from him, though, don't you? You know that's what you're going to get from Ben Davis. Um, Alex Lewis says, are people pretending Johnson wasn't shit other than the tap-in? No, I, I mean, I don't, shit's probably a bit harsh, isn't it, but I don't think he did. And I just said that myself there. I said I don't think he did much outside of it. Outside the goal, but I think tapping is. I think look, Alex, mate. I think tapping is. He got in the right position. He made a good run. It was a good finish. It was a good finish. You see, plenty of players miss those, uh, or not even get on the end of them. Um, so I think you. I think you got to give him a bit more credit than that for that one. Just saying. Um. BJ Oprah says BJ had an Inzaghi performance, barely looked like a footballer before the winner. Um, Spurs Simpsons, I don't think we win that game a month ago. We had a really strong bench for the first game in ages, maybe years, and that won the game. That's that's a good point, mate. Not something to be overlooked as well. How many times in the past have Tottenham Hotspur, have we as Tottenham Hotspur Football Club fans been moaned our bench bemoaned our lack of options, people to bring off and make a difference. But now we have that. Now we have a stacked bench. Now we have plenty of players that we can bring into the fold to make something happen and make something happen they did today. Tottenham Hotspur 2, Brighton and Hove Albion 1. Three points, all three points to Tottenham. Come on, you Spurs. I mean... 
let's just keep going with this, right? Let's just keep going. I mean, we can keep looking at it saying, see, Hacker Hacker says our hold-up player is terrible, if that's not too negative. Um, terrible again. It's very, very, like, it's very that end of the scale, isn't it? You know? When he's saying terrible, it's like, bang. Completely awful. I don't, you know, I think we can bring it down a notch or two and say, not the best, but not the worst, right? Um, yeah, and Hack says, well, not good. Yeah, okay, fine. I, th I think that's I think that's fine. Um, but look at where we are in the table. Look at where we are. Look at what we've been doing. Navigating a period with players off on internationals, navigating a period for their injuries, and still we're up here. We're still up at this top end of the table, in the mix, up at the business end, we're obviously doing something right. I think maybe, and it's not, I don't think people need to go to this point of saying it's happy clappy to think this. I think it's just an objective truth to say Tottenham are a good team. We are, we can look at what we're doing. Um, it's just because we have, I get it, we've set the bar very high for ourselves. This Ange Postacoglu kind of project, the bar has been set very high. Um, I personally, I'm of the opinion that we are going to get back to those levels. Everyone's coming back. Everyone's getting back into the swing of things. Everyone's starting to remember who moves where, who makes what runs, who will be in what position and at what time. And once that just kind of clicks again, I think we're going to be golden. We're going to end this season strong. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the one being negative. Maybe I'm the one being negative saying that 89, I mean, 80, just to, to reiterate this point. If we're to get 89 points, we have to win every single game for the rest of the season from this point. So, you know, and 89 points is going to be probably that required margin to even get close to winning the league. So, you know, we don't need to talk about this right now. Three points to Tottenham. We've won another game. We're still in contention. We're still staying. What have the other uh, Villa play today? I'm just going to have a quick look at the other Premier League. Things going on. Newcastle winning away at Forest. Liverpool 3, Burnley 1. Sheffield United turned Luton over at home. Fulham turned Bournemouth over. Brentford beat Wolves. Nothing that really... Nothing that really affects us. Nothing that really affects us at all. Aston Villa against Manchester United tomorrow. Nice draw in that one, please. Nice draw in that one. West Ham, if you can do as a solid, beat those horrible, dirty, stinking Guna rats, that would be absolutely fantastic. But you know what? Tottenham have got the three points, so whatever happens from this point, at least it doesn't hurt quite as much, does it? It doesn't hurt quite as much. Um, so there we go. Up the Spurs. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, if you are watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave comments, all that type of thing. If you are listening to the podcast, Spotify, no excuses. Click the little stars, five of those, please, if you like. Apple, if you're on there, write me a little review. Come on, it's been a while since. Come on, come on. Rain or shine. All right. No, I didn't. I missed, I missed a Patreon preview because I was ill. Sickness and in health, I'm here doing these after after every game. Many of you enjoy them. So please, spare me a few moments of your time on Apple. 
to write a little review and leave some stars and do that. All right? Thank you very much. If you want to go one step further, you can sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com slash rtrpods. Lots of other things on there, things that I sporadically drop on the main feed so you can get a taste for it. But if not, don't worry. Fine. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekends. I'm off to watch Gladiators. <laughs> Three, two, one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.